listening to Football and Fluff, where we talk a lot of football and a little bit of fluff. This podcast is a venue where we discuss college football and its fluff. I'm Hank. And I'm Trey. I'm the football. And I'm the fluff. Word play of the day brought to you by Fluff. Word play of the day. Touchdown. This refers to when a team crosses the goal line of the opposition's end zone, resulting in six points. A team can score a touchdown by carrying the ball in the end zone, catching a pass in the end zone, or by recovering a turnover in the end zone. Touchdown. Wordplay of the day. Football and Fluff family, we had an opportunity this week to sit down with our special guest, He was a cornerback at Middle Tennessee State University where he set several game, season, and career records. Interceptions returned for a touchdown. Passes defended for both the season and career. Pass breakups for career. Block punts for game, season, and career. Combined block kicks for game, season, and career. Interceptions for a season and interceptions return for a touchdown. Give a warm football and fluff welcome to my friend, my brother, Marky Tate. How are you, sir? Doing great, doing great. Glad to be on football and fluff. Definitely here to have a good conversation about more, I guess more about football and some fluff. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, it's, it's an honor. It's a, it's a pleasure. And I'm glad you took some time out in your busy schedule because I know you're busy because you can't tell me you're not because you stay busy because you're, <laughs> you're a working cat. You're the hardest working man in the business. Um, but it is an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show. It was an honor and pleasure to have had a chance to see you play uh, on the college level. And in my opinion, and I've seen some of the best play, but one of the best cornerbacks that I've ever seen happens to be my first cousin and he's on our show today. And thank you, sir, for being here. All right. Thanks a lot for the, for the kind words. Definitely appreciate you inviting me on the show. Uh, definitely be able to listen to a few of your podcasts. And I, I hope to, to hold up to the, your other podcasts, man, because they were de- definitely great. So let's, let's see how this turns out. Definitely looking forward right. to the conversation. All right. Well, let's get right into it. When did you start playing football? Oh, man, just thinking about that, that was uh, just, just a short time ago. Uh, back in seventh grade in junior high, you know, playing football now is a little different, but we started what's considered late now, but a seventh grade is when I started playing organized football. Uh, We were definitely looking forward to it all those years prior to that, but uh, we called it junior high back then. So seventh and eighth grade was my introduction to football. And I started playing, playing running back of, of all positions. And also, you know, I had to think about it. Uh, I played nose guard in <laughs> grade also. You know, wow. nose guard was the the position to be in because you were closest to the to the quarterback and you got the most tackles if you played nose guard on our defense, man. So we were all all wanting to play nose guard, even of all positions. Nice, nice. Seventh grade. Interesting. Explain to us 
going from middle school to high school, what was your uh, high school football experience like? You know, that, that was a, a transition because, you know, playing, you know, several sports and, and football being somewhat of a secondary sport for me, um, playing your freshman year, you know, transitioning from, from junior high to high school, that's, that's a big transition for you as an athlete because you're mixed in with all the older players and so forth. Yes. So you're, you're wondering how you're going to be and so forth. But we, we, uh, we were the, I was on the freshman team my freshman year and had a, had a good season um, playing running back and, and free safety my freshman year on, on the freshman team. Uh, so it was, okay. it was a, a, a good experience, I'll say. Uh, a spring practice, you know how it is when you're young. You don't okay. want to practice all the time. You look forward to the games and so forth, but you definitely got to prepare. In your transition to high school, did you notice that the intensity level to prepare, like, for instance, working out, uh, conditioning, how did that change for you? Oh, that was, you know, in, in seventh, eighth grade, you know, it wasn't an emphasis on, on working out outside of practicing and, and, and lifting weights and so forth. And my, that was my really my true first introduction to being a freshman is the weight room and learning actually how to lift weights and the reasons why you needed to lift weights. But when you get as a freshman, you get pushed around a few times. It's not hard to hard to want to get in the weight room and gain some weight and get a lot stronger and so forth. But uh, that's definitely a major difference, I'll say, in that level. Uh, but it's major differences at each level of, of, of going in from junior high to high school to even college. And I'm sure we'll talk about that. Yes, indeed. The other thing that I noticed about you, so after you made your transition to high school, then you became this great high school football player. Uh, I think you had somewhere around 2,057 all-purpose yards as a back. When recruiting started, uh, how did that look for you, and when did you start getting recruited? Well, I, I started getting recruited at to, towards the end of my junior season. You okay. know, uh, leading up to that junior season, you know, I didn't even play football my sophomore year. And um, I was going to be a, a starter. And I ended spring practice of my going into my sophomore year as a starter. So wow. that's really the year that uh, when you're a starter and that young, that's the year that you start, scouts really start noticing you. Exactly. So I decided over the summer going into my sophomore year that I wouldn't play. I wanted to concentrate on, on basketball and baseball. Yes. So parlaying to my junior year, uh, and starting to play, I remember the coaches visited my house, uh, the high school coaches of my position coach and our defensive coach visited my house and said, hey, Mark, here we want you to play some ball again and so forth. And, you know, I talked to my dad about it. We decided to play. And that was an introduction to, you know, the recruiting process my junior year. Uh, the recruiting process, I, ended, uh, I was a tailback uh, that year, came in, uh, you know, earned that position. I was, you know, I, I really excelled because of my speed. Uh, and I was, a, you know, I was the fastest person in the school, uh, which means I was the fastest person on the field and so forth. So they put me in as a tailback, as receiver, and free safety. And, that, and, and I was noticed by several scouts as we got into the season and so forth because we had some very good players on the team that year that, that were being scouted and so forth. And they noticed okay. me, and that's when the letters started. My, the end of my junior, junior season, the letters actually started coming in. Okay, and what were some of the schools that, that sent you letters or started to try to get you to come their way for their football programs? Well, early on, you know, the recruiting process has phases. And early on, yes. uh, from my transition from my junior to 
over the summer to my senior year, I was receiving letters from really all over the country. Uh, yeah. As far as I remember receiving my first letter from, I think it was USC. And um, okay. I received a few letters from Arizona State and a lot of colleges out west. And I was like, man, this is how the recruiting process goes. And then, of course, the other, other schools in the SEC and, and OVC and so forth were sending yeah. letters. And the phone calls started to come in. <laughs> I still remember some of those phone calls and talking to, uh, talking to the recruiting coordinators and so forth. And uh, those were some, were, were some great times. And I remember, you know, in some nights, I would receive calls from, of course, majority, you know, football recruiting coordinators and coaches. Yeah. But I, and, and I remember a few nights out of the week, I received, uh, uh, I was going to be recruited for, for football, basketball, excuse me, baseball also. Yeah. Uh, not so much basketball, even though I was, you know, I'm an athlete. I was definitely fairly good, but my height actually stunted me in that basketball area and so forth, being just <laughs> 5'11". But uh, that, that recruiting process is definitely has changed over the years. A lot. It's, it's, it's a lot different than now. They start recruiting you in junior high now. That's and right. calling you and so forth. So, but my experience was, was a good experience in doing that recruiting process. Uh, it's it's something that you you know you go through as an athlete that you'll always remember those conversations and those coaches visiting those schools. That's right. I remember right. many many times I was pulled out of class or pulled out of lunch or something. Hey, some this coach from this certain school is here that wants to talk to you and so forth. That was a that was that was a good self motivating or motivating factor in in continuing to play football. Yeah, I, I was going to mention as well as you being a multi sport athlete. Uh, because I know you excelled at baseball and you were a heck of a basketball player as well. What, what is an incredible vertical leap, but I was going to get into that a little bit later, but I'm glad you mentioned that. So then when it came to deciding to go to middle Tennessee state, what were the factors in you coming to that decision? Well, the, the first and foremost is looking at, you know, the, the school. I always knew that I wanted to major in business and I was looking at, a, at an accredited business program I was looking at at the facilities also, and looking at you know how often how what was their winning percentage? Uh, what what were the athletes doing after um, after college and after oh, football and so forth? And then you know what are the chances? We always have a dream of going to the NFL, going pro, in in every sport that I've definitely played in and so forth. So that was a that was a major factor. But it came down to uh, Middle Tennessee State and Tennessee State. I actually took okay. two visits to Tennessee State. Okay. Uh, the other bigger school that recruited me heavier than probably most of them was Vanderbilt University. Um, even though, you know, you, you have a, a group of schools that are recruiting you be, leading up to the season, during the season, and then it really comes down to who makes that offer for you. And exactly. I still had a lot of, a ton of schools looking at me, and I just decided that um, looking at the bigger schools, the offers actually came in rather late and I, I felt that I was a, a secondary offer for them and I wanted to be a, the prime time recruit coming in and so forth because if you, if you look at those opportunities, you look at who wants you most, who wants you best, and you think that, oh, those guys are going to take care of you the best and so forth. Exactly. So that's where Middle Tennessee State uh, uh, actually uh, chose to go to Middle Tennessee State over, over Tennessee State, even though my heart was at Tennessee State. Because, you know, that's an HBCU. That's where a lot of our family actually attended. So I, I took my second visit to uh, 
Tennessee State, took my college day after the official visit. And I still remember that drive up to, to, to Tennessee State and actually sitting down with Coach Joe Gilliam and him talking about all of those athletes and the tradition of Tennessee State. But after touring the facilities and looking at the winning percentages and so forth, I actually, I, I chose Middle Tennessee State over Tennessee State. Talk a bit about that transition and what it looked like going from high school to Middle Tennessee State. Well, you know, that, that, that summer um, leading up to going to school, uh, you received that big fat package from the weight, weight of the strength coach and, you know, so, what you need to do and you have to turn in all of these different uh, sign-offs of you did this type workout and so forth. So that was, that was a, definitely a transition in um, the workout programs for the summer programs and so forth and working out with other athletes. And then upon getting up there, you always, of course, go to, go to camp um, a few weeks before school start. And yes. I still remember uh, the first day that I stepped on the practice field and looking at the players, looking at how big everybody was, was either just as big as you or bigger than you. Uh, I remember seeing the quarterbacks for the first time running on the field. I said, wait a minute, man, the, some of the quarterbacks are bigger than me. Something's, something's <laughs> wrong here. Uh, but but th that transition from how, how the game is played uh, how how the fun of the game is in high school, and you go to college that it it turns into somewhat of a business. It's a business. I mean, that's right. You're studying the the film a lot more. You're studying different techniques, and you're learning how to how to really really play that particular particular position that you're playing in college, and learn all of the techniques that that you need to learn to be a successful player. And that was, that was probably the biggest difference of. You know, instead of you're not playing any other sports, you're concentrating on this one sport and you're trying to be the best that you can. And you're spending them a, a, a ton of hours um, in, in the college area of, of, of sports, particularly during spring camp and leading up to when the classes start. You, yes. you live and breathe football in football camp. That's right. Absolutely. That Tennessee State recruited you. And I can remember uh, watching you play against Tennessee State in the Vanderbilt Stadium and and uh, picking off two interceptions in that game. One you took back for a touchdown. So I'm sure Tennessee State was regretting that at that moment that they didn't get you as their defensive back because you put it on them that day. I remember that. Okay, I transgressed. I was just – that was a feel-good <laughs> cousin moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, let's go into the academic experience at Middle Tennessee State. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, the, the, you know, I decided to, you know, major in business administration with a minor in economics and finance. And, nice. and that was, you know, juggling, you know, the, the rigorous practices and the amount of time that you spend in football with class is, is, is a struggle for a freshman. And, and that's why, you know, our program, uh, in our program, we had the tutors, we had curfew, uh, we had study halls and so forth that we actually had to report to. And that de was definitely a good thing. Because, you know, coming out of practice, going to class and going to practice and coming out of practice, you're definitely very tired, but you got to keep your academics up in college. Yes. That's what, that's what uh, you know, keeps you on the field, uh, exactly. excelling in your classes and so forth and passing those appropriate hours to actually um, basically pass. But, but you know, first semester, uh, it was definitely a struggle. Uh, with putting everything together. And then the other thing is that you don't have your parents. So you're in a dorm room, you're away from home, you're with your parents, and your mind kind of wanders in different areas and so forth. So that was, def that was definitely a major factor 
you know, and transitioning into that, that academic experience. But, but, the, but once you get that degree, you know, we all know as athletes that yes. the sky is the limit um, in getting that degree. And you can, you, you can take football away. You can always finish. Your eligibility is over. But once you get that degree, that paper stays with you, and that opens a lot of doors for you. And that, that academic experience is definitely rigorous in doing the projects and, and doing the speeches in class and, and participating in group studies and so forth and going to the computer labs. It was definitely a, a rigorous experience, but a definitely a needed experience to continue being an athlete at Middle Tennessee State University. Yes. That's right. Study table. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Ooh-wee. No uh, times. Tell us about other sports that you excelled at. I know we talked a little bit about it before, but tell the audience about some other sports that you excelled at. Well, I, I played basketball and baseball. Um, baseball was my, was my best sport. You know, I started playing baseball. I started playing t-ball uh, back when I turned what seven or eight years old. Right. So I had a chance to, you know, hold no skills as a, as a, as a, as a youth, and um, just playing playing high school baseball, playing summer baseball, you know, all of that. Which we had a very good baseball team going up. Okay. I mean, our last game we played in baseball was the same day of our high school graduation day. Oh wow. Um, we were in the uh, regional championship and, and lost that game by one run, regional wow. championship. And I think a lot of reasons we probably lost was we were kind of tired and we were ready to get on with life and school and so forth in college. Uh, so, uh, but that baseball, you know, I led the state in, in batting average. Uh, my senior year, I made all state. Um, I, I would have had a shot at, at possibly some professional sports or even possibly getting drafted if it wasn't for, I actually threw my arm out, uh, at the, mm. come, you know, transitioning from one sport to another, you yeah. really don't practice and get ready. You're just thrown into that particular sport and mm. you, without warming up properly and so forth, uh, you, you can actually, you're subject to injuries and that's what happened to my, 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 my left throwing arm. Um, and I couldn't really, I, I could barely throw my senior wow. year. I played first base. Uh, so, but I could barely throw my senior year, which it would have affected a lot uh, uh, when you, when you went out on the field and so forth, but playing, playing first base, you don't have to do a, do a whole lot. But my sophomore year um, that I did not play uh, football, um, I actually started my sophomore year at point guard in basketball. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, and that was and and not playing football that year allowed me the opportunity to practice a lot more and and I call home my skills in on point guard because I always played the either the number two or number mm-hmm. three spot and and playing point guard it definitely took a lot because you you the captain on the court and so <laughs> forth right. so uh, but that that was a that was a experience playing all three sports you know in high school because you never stop never stop you always stayed in shape. You were just playing, playing somewhat of a different sport. That's right. That's right. Life after football and after athletics, what's going on in the, in the world of marquee? You know, just, just to take you back to, uh, you know, finishing football and, and then uh, my last semester in college before I graduated, um, I became a park ranger for Tennessee State Parks. And that opened my uh, professional career. Uh, we had a, a, a hometown uh, friend 
um, and 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 um, count, former county executive became the director of state parks, and his name is Walter Butler. And he called me and said, Marky, what do you think about being a park ranger? Have you ever thought about it?" I said, "No, I've never thought about it, but hey, let's have let's have a conversation. Let's yeah. have a conversation." So. Um, I started that process of taking the test uh, my last semester in college, um, had a very successful interviewing process, and I started as a park ranger my last semester in college, um, and which, which, you know, being an athlete, you, you know, you always have those dreams of being a professional athlete, yeah. and, you're, and you continue to try work out and so forth afterwards. You know, I was rated in the top 83 defensive backs uh, by Mel Kuyper uh, in, the, in the draft. And so you're, you're and assigned with an agent along with several other teammates, and we were looking to, to, uh, to, to go pro. Um, but I actually injured myself. First time I was injured, uh, and it was a hamstring pull. And, and, and that's probably one of the best things that ever happened to me is okay. being injured. And, and also I end up um, playing intramural basketball that year also. And I decided that I actually chipped a bone in my break ankle. And that's probably the second best thing to happen to me because <laughs> I decided at that point in time, it's time to move on and, gotcha. and actually get into real life and get that job. And that's where Tennessee State Parks came in. And then from there, I became park superintendent within a year and three months. Mm -hmm. And that started my true uh, professional business career. Like I was an entrepreneur, which I had a budget, I had 25 employees, mm -hmm. and I had a lot of responsibility at age 25. Um, and from there, I had that, that, that entrepreneurial buzz to own my own business, and that's where I am now. I actually have a, a tax preparation and accounting firm with uh, 15 offices across the Southeast uh, right. that uh, uh, we operate, and our company does a great job in uh, preparing taxes and so forth for individuals. And, of course, I'm licensed, a licensed insurance agent I've been for the last probably 12, year, or 12 years. Yes. And so forth. So I have an a, 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 a insurance agency and an insurance development company that I actually partner with and run where we develop insurance products and so forth. So we, we quite, we enjoy it, but actually, you know, that transition from an athlete to the real world is definitely a rigorous, a, a shrewd transition is, Hey, you know, it, it's time to really wake up and, and get into the real world and get into this business world and, and start making some money. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time out to talk to the Football and Fluff family and to tell us a little bit about yourself and some things we that I knew and some things that I didn't know. But for the family, it's their first introduction to you. And we are pleased that you joined us and told us all these wonderful things. And you're, you're now a successful business owner. And that also puts emphasis on getting that degree so that you can move on from football. Because one day the body's going to break down and you'll look up and you'll be 45 or 50. And what do you have? <laughs> that degree. Yeah, we, got, we, got that degree. <laughs> so we really right. appreciate it. Thank you very much for being on the show. Where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook at uh, uh, Marquee Tate. Uh, you can find me on um, uh, Instagram uh, at Marquee Tate. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, LinkedIn, Marquee okay. Tate on, on LinkedIn. Uh, yeah, I definitely appreciate you having me on. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we had those, those relatives and cousins and so forth that you looked up to, you know, over the years. And I enjoyed coming up to Toledo, uh, seeing you over the summer and knowing that you played football. I definitely looked up to you 
and of course Warren, you know, playing sports and so forth. You always you always need that role model or that that one cousin family member that you look up to. And you were definitely the one that I, I truly looked up to when it came to sports, when it came to, you know, just, you know, being successful uh, as, as a young athlete, a young academic person and so forth. So I really appreciate you bringing me on the show of Football and Fluff. I definitely enjoyed it. And I'll definitely be a, an avid listener. So I appreciate you sending me over those podcasts and, and I can actually look you up and, and listen to these interviews. Definitely a great interview. So it's good to be on the inside, man. Hey, you're doing a great job out here. Thank you for the comments, and, and we'll have you on again, uh, hopefully soon. All right. Thanks a lot. See you, see you right. sometime soon, man. Yes, sir. All right. Take All it right. easy. That wraps up this episode of Football and Fluff. Follow us on Instagram at Football and Fluff. Send us an email at footballandfluff at gmail.com. Tell us about some topics that you would like to discuss.